Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That is me, along with Bill the Engineer. That is me. Baird Boater and uh, Captain Rusty. Now, Patrick is on hiatus this week, and, and so we had to bring in a full crew. Which is nice. Cover. I mean, it's a, it's a great place down there on yep. uh, Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. You visited often yourself? You have. Actually, I actually have visited Hyannis, not hiatus. That's oh. a, never mind. Uh-huh. I, I have taken a hiatus. Yes, I have. <laughs> I have not been here a lot. That's you, true. But I on. am here today, live in person. And if you don't believe me, come and check. Yeah, <laughs> sure, we can do that. That's all I'm saying. It's a Saturday, and I'm ready. But you seem fired up. Are you trying to channel the uh, crotchety element of Captain Patrick today? Is that what it is? Shut up. Okay. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, we have a lot of stuff to cover today, so we're going to dive right into it. Um, The Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show is coming up. Barry the Boater is excited because he's right down there in the neck of the woods. The flibs. And uh, it happens when, Barry? October 31st to November 4th. It starts seven. on Halloween. It does. Yes, it does. Now, is it always, always that same t- weekend? Pretty much. Yeah. And they always do Halloween. And they always hand out, right? and they hand out candy at every booth. They do? I don't remember that. I don't even know well, candy. you weren't there on the 31st. <laughs> well, I guess that, that's true. I, t- I usually try to skip it on Halloween. But uh, they always do that. I don't really like that, actually. I don't get right. it. I mean, what? you know. I mean, Halloween. Yeah, I mean, not an actual holiday, you know. Yeah, but but you know, families want to spend time with their kids, and you know, <laughs> uh, families. I don't, I don't think you kids. know enough families, Greg. Want to go? Your around. family doesn't want to spend time with you on Halloween. Go to a boat show yeah. for God's sake! But if I do that, I, I don't get any of their candy. You, know? you don't eat all the candy that day. The candy lingers. Well, it does, but and uh, if you go to the boat show, you will have your own damn candy. Yeah, but it's usually like mints and lip balm. I don't think that's oh, what it no, is. No, 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 no. And this is not the cheap, cheap stuff for the boat show either. They want you to buy a boat. You get a hundred thousand oh, yeah. dollar bar. You can turn that actually in for some boats. Right. You can purchase some boats with a hundred thousand grand. Yeah. So, so Barry, aren't they doing something special this year? Are they doing anything There's- special? As as far as the it's it's basically the same thing they do every year unless there's something I'm missing but they'll have the water <laughs> new taxis boats. the the new boats obviously they have yeah. seven different what what am I missing there Rusty well I, I got I got to go find the, they had a press release and I don't remember what it was maybe they had maybe they had a girl chairman for the first time ever hmm. it was something like that um, probably a woman. Yeah, but, okay. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I, I do have my Barry. I've already got my reservations there. Yeah. Um, for the by hotel. the way, you know, obviously Rusty's operating out of his car today, and he keeps opening <laughs> up the door. 
<laughs> I don't know what the deal is. But. I will tell you the alarm. So the, the building I work out of, I, some of us don't have the luxury of being at home and working. So I'm at the marina. And the alarm that dings for all the doors when people come in and out. So what when you hear that ding, that's just a customer that's coming a cash, in to spend money. That is a, a cash another, flow yeah, signal. Another yeah. boat salesman has earned his wings. That's right. That's, that's exactly what it is. So, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll hear some marina sounds around here. But okay, that's what we'll call them. That's what we got to do. That's better than saying Rusty's living out of his car again. Yeah, yeah. And, that's uh, a- <laughs> but uh, so, so what have you heard other than there's a woman running the show down Actually, there? Actually, he hasn't necessarily even heard that. He thinks that might be it. I, I, he thought I think, that was the deal, huh? Okay. I, you know, I feel like that's the deal. All right. But I, I'm more excited about my hotel because one of the things I do is book my travel reservations early. So I've already booked my hotel for there, and I've already booked my hotel for Miami Boat Show. Wow, you are planning so, ahead. I am. Man. I am. Got well, a lot actually, of things going on. He brings up a really good point. You know, psychologically, there's a benefit to planning time, whether it's time out on the water on a boat, whether it is time on vacation. There is a psychological advantage, I say, as someone who hasn't studied psychology. If anyone here has studied psychology, please... Chime in. No, actually, actually, you, you you are right, and I do have a degree in psychology. But also, if you take the happiness course from, I believe it's Yale University, that's online for free, they will talk about that. Yeah, so planning things, having something yes. that you can look forward to. And I believe, and stop me if, if I'm going uh, off kilter here, but a, a part of it is just planning. So making plans for the weekend, something which a lot of boaters do, is a part of that equation. You get to make it through the things which are tedious and less enjoyable. Knowing you have something at the other end makes your life better. That is so true. Yeah. And then, Documented true. Well, and, and then when you go to the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show and uh, you check in and you're all relaxed, you're walking the hall, and then you meet some friends. And, and say, then hey. they have candy. Well, yeah, yeah, but then you, yep. you, have, you strike up a conversation like, where are you staying? Well, I'm staying right there, too. How much are you paying? And they're paying literally like four times the amount that you did because you planned ahead. Now you're like, yeah, baby, who's the man? And then you, They you already know, knew when the your, show was going to be. That weekend's already blocked off. Well, they know when it is, but they, they may have waited later and didn't get, get as good a rate. Did you, I mean, did you shop around? Did you get a good deal on your hotel? Because it's tough no, during no, the boat show. No, I, you, you just you don't even look at the prices. Really? Uh, and I, no, I don't. And I'm staying at the, I believe it's called the Del Mar, which is actually on the ocean. I can walk to the show. I did last year, and right. it, it's it's really fun. So you don't well, and Rusty will walk because Rusty is a walker. I, 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 I've I seen, will walk. Well, I've the, seen it. Marina said that Rusty Del Mark. That's where the boat show is. You're right in the heart of the boat show. But how much you paying there, bud? Can you why say? is that an important question? Because that, this is the thing I have to say. That's why expensive. Is, that's a, it. Costs a lot. This of money is what to you don't understand. Can and, and this is the sort of thing which sometimes I think gets lost. On you, Greg. And hey. it's why I'm glad that I'm here to do what Patrick otherwise would have tried to do. Uh, okay. I took the happy course. <laughs> oh, and I, I said, I, I, if I, I get it. a lower rate than the other guy, I'm going to be very you know happy. I got it. So it's the, it's, actually, it's the Logo Mar. I'm sorry, not the Del Mar. Logo Mar, and it is $414 a month. Yeah! You got screwed, I, buddy. I, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It's, yeah, um, but six people are going to be in that room. <laughs> I know, right? Mm. Well, One and two, and yes, all of them will be there. <laughs> <laughs> He, he's our and world of dog friendly, and it's perfect. Everything Flop that house. we need it to be. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Uh, but, well, but you plan ahead. You got it. You're set. You're looking forward to it. So what uh, are you uh, hoping to see at the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show this year, Russ? Well, I, I have two two of my manufacturers will be there with uh, you know with other dealers, but the Cobalt will be there, which I, I haven't seen any of their displays before. And then, of course, Chris Craft is there. So if I happen to luck up and find somebody there from Jacksonville, I get to sell them a boat. So that that's why it becomes beneficial for nice. me. But I, I also like to go check out you know all the booths, whatever pe- other people are doing. But last year was my first time at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show. I'd never been before. And my the amount of money that people had there, I mean, it, even compared to Miami, this was ridiculous. The, yeah. the boats that were there were just crazy big. This is the largest in-water boat show, I believe, in the world, definitely the U.S., but it might be the world. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not positive about that because I think Monaco It depends on how they a- measure it, too, because there's different well, you, measurements for what is bigness. Yes, if you buried. go to the in-water portion of it yeah. by Bahiamar, it is huge. Right. You could spend the whole day just checking out all those yachts. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are like two or 300 feet, you know, that have their own crews walking around with their little crew shirts on, you know, it's just kind of kind of really impressive. And you think, wow, what do these people work? I need, I need this job. Well, it's not owning a marina. It's not. Um, that's, it's, <laughs> it, that is not. But the... The other question I have for you is when you go to these boat shows, is it different for you because you are a boat dealer? Is it? Are you looking for – do you get more out of it now that you're, you're more experienced in both going to boat shows and in, in being here owning the marina? They're at Jacksonville Marine up there in Doctors Lake in Jacksonville. Yeah, I – this will be this will be sad to say, but I don't think I enjoy it as much as I used to, and I still enjoy it. But before it was such an awe about the whole thing, you know. And, and you're looking at these people, and you're going, they get to do that every day. And I I love what I do, and nothing against it, but some of the awe honest is gone from it. Now multiply um, that by seven, and you're Captain Patrick. <laughs> no right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where do you take that turn from awe to well, awe? Well, no, I mean, but what he's, what, what he's saying is it it is more exciting when you're on the outside looking at it than when you're in it every day. It is, it is there's no question about it. Absolutely everything is like that, including, and I'm going to throw this out there, radio. What are you talking about? I you're- do a radio show. It's a podcast at this point, but I do a radio show with the mayor of Longwood, and he thinks everything is fascinating. So you live <laughs> vicariously through his. I uh- could bring him in here one day, and he'd learn what crap this really is. Okay. <laughs> Let's corrupt him. We got time. More coming up on the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. 
a state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons flight training professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast Arr, why buy a house when he can buy a houseboat yeah don't forget to check out the galley that's real shag carpeting Baby, back her down the rain and don't jackknife her. Let's see how many people we can fit inside. I think we got half of the town invited for some beer on a boat on a Saturday. A few good friends just floating away. The world looks better through a cool pair of shades with some beer on a boat on a Saturday. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Bill the Engineer, Barry the Boater, and Captain Rusty. Captain Rusty, of course, is uh, the man, the myth, the legend up at Jacksonville Marine on Doctor's Lake. Right. And I haven't had a chance to talk to uh, to uh, Rusty about what's going on at Jacksonville Marine. So a lot. Can we take a couple minutes to talk about I, I think we will. We should, because obviously we hear this in the background. He's... He's uh, talking to us from <laughs> so Control this is, Center. This is what I remember from the last time we talked. Uh, uh, you run a small uh, boat rental concession, which is mainly uh, houseboats. Uh, has anything changed? <laughs> 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 they sunk. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's actually this this year's been so the buying season has been extended. People were were still usually this time. Uh, things have really slowed down, but they haven't this year. Wait, wait. We, who extended the buying season? Uh, yeah, you I, or them? The, the buyer, buyers. Uh, okay. Uh, Just checking. I, I assume. The economy, whatever. Whatever happened. Uh, but people are still buying boats. Uh, actually, Ryan's in there delivering a boat now that somebody's fixing to pick up. Our rentals, we have... Five today, which is really unusual. Usually we'd have one or two this time of the year. And 
other than that, I bet, guess the main things are our rentals are doing well. We got our new boats coming in for the 2019 model year. I'll pick up one. I'll go to Sarasota Monday and pick up one. And then, Bill, I don't know if you heard last week, but we did actually sign with Cobalt as we're going to be a dealer for them, which is a really nice boat. And part of that is the wake surfing thing. So we're, we're trying to get into wake surfing and uh, figure out this whole water sports industry. Yeah, by the way, what about you, Rusty? Are, are you a wakeboarder yourself? I are am you participating not. in these water sport He's activities? He's a wakeboarder. Don't you have He's to? totally woke. Don't you have to be able to experience the activity yourself in order to properly... You know, sell it to a potential customer. I, I think you just have to have enough money to buy kids that can do it. And so, here's a suggestion: uh, uh, put on a fake cast and say, "Hey, I was out yesterday in this puppy, man, it cranks," and just give you you know a little bit of street cred. You know what I'm saying? You know, and and I. I know nothing about that industry, the whole wakeboard and wake surfing thing, but you know, but it, it is going to be something I think that'll be fun. And I'll try to learn the the language and the hand gestures and hang out with the cool kids. I, it sounds pretty exciting. Yeah. No, no, uh, it's not exciting. It's called being stoked. Okay, <laughs> so we're clear. So, so this is the problem, and this is a problem that all of us face uh, to certain degrees. Um, there's Age. there's a real limit to how actually cool we could be what are you talking at about this just point, be hip to their jive at this point the absolute <laughs> best that i can hope for is reasonably cool for an old dude that's really the mm. best possible scenario and it's because i don't try to be cool in any way it, it, well, you are succeeding, my friend. Well, that is something which I have succeeded at my whole life. Finally, it's coming into some sort of vogue. I consider you an expert in that category. Just saying. I have a question, though, about uh, how you got into this uh, new line of boats. I, yes. I would imagine that as a, uh, as a boat dealer there at Jacksonville Marine, mm-hmm. that you get solicitation from a variety of different lines on a pretty regular basis. We do now. This was this was a unique situation because there was a, a particular line which I won't name that I thought would be ideal, and I I worked with that line very hard. And I get this letter from him. It goes, "We've decided to go a different way," which I was very disappointed and very shocked. You know, I'm thinking, how how could you not go with us? We're like perfect uh, for what y'all do and in your brand. And so. Daniel, my business partner, was getting ready to go on a plane, so I handed him the, the data book for Boating Magazine data book. I said, here, look through there and see if there's any other line maybe that we should look at. And if you look at, like, the number one class for 23 to 25 foot, and that it was, it was cobalt in several areas. And so I, I go on their website. I look them up. There's no dealers in Jacksonville. I call them. Guy was extremely excited. You know, they 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 have a really nice boat. Their motto's compromise nothing, so it's in that Chris Craft realm. And the guy came down. We met him. You know, and they offered us the, the dealership to be able to carry the boats. So we got six of them on order. I think it's going to be really really nice, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, to pick up another brand, so I'm I'm really excited about it, and it's going to be the surf boats, and so that's going to so, be so a different a different line of boats, something different from what you've already carried. It it, it is in. As far as the surf boats, now they have bow riders and stuff like that that are really nice, and even some cabin cruisers, and you know. It, Honestly, price-wise, it'll be pretty close to, to Chris Craft. Chris Craft has the name, oh, they have for a long time. 
Cobalt's been around for 40-something years. Stingray, which is the other brand we sell, is much more of a price point boat. So right. they're, they're not competition um, whatsoever. But I think what we'd like to do, if you look even at wake surfing or wakeboarding, in Jacksonville, it just doesn't really exist. You don't, you can't even buy a wake surfboard in Jacksonville. You'd have to go about seventy or eighty miles south towards Orlando. Are you going to start so, carrying it? We are. So that's there why we went is. to the Surf Expo. We're, we're going to try. Oh, to bring that's the sport. why you went to the Surf <laughs> Expo. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. That's All the, these uh, decades of you going to the Surf Expo and pretending to be a member of the press. Uh huh. Taking pictures. I need pictures for my radio show, please. Can you girls come over here? All these years have finally led to this. I know. And, and I was so excited because I found these people. And this was really the, the one's Phase 5 uh, wakeboards is, is the name of the company. And they were... They had the cool kids with the cool posters and the cool stuff. And so, you know, I felt like I was part of the group. Hmm. Well, that's neat. It's yeah, neat that know, you right? didn't feel like you were just the creepy old guy <laughs> taking know, pictures. Right? How did I, that I, conversation I, go when you walked up to the booth? Did you come up and say, hey, Daddy-O, uh, <laughs> I'd like to get some of those cool boards. Maybe sometime and you and said, I can hang ten. <laughs> yeah, said, you know. Hi, Grandpa. <laughs> It, it's funny, oh! If they think they can tell you something, they're really nice to you. So, <laughs> money makes a lot of difference. I've noticed Doesn't in it? life, it it's does. It does. Amazing how that works. I think if you carry around your, uh, has anybody seen my logo mar key? I'm looking for my my room key. It's logo mar. <laughs> if you look it up online. I paid four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You'll get a lot of good service. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, that sounds pretty exciting. I think you ought to learn how to ski, though. Have you ever water skied, period? I have water skied. Okay. You can at least but, done that. Yeah, I haven't done the wakeboarding thing. I never could get 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 it down. Really? It took too much effort. I've no. done all that stuff. I can yeah. do it. Well, you can come up and do it. You It'll have a monkey heart. You can do have anything. You that's right. That's right. I, I can do all that. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Bill the Engineer, Barry the Boater, and Captain Rusty rounding out the crew today. I have a question for you, Rusty, related to the marina uh, and related to boat sales in particular. When people come in and see what you have, do they ever ask for other specific lines that you don't carry? They won't ask for a line. They usually ask for a general thing, like uh, like I'd like to have. A, do you have any flat boats? That, that's a question we'll get sometime, which we don't, you know. And we tried to stay away from, you know, the hardcore fishing industry. But uh, that's usually what we'll get. They won't ask for a brand more than a style of boat. Hmm. So they don't ask for Carolina. Cara, uh, what is that? Carolina, Carolina Yeah. Yeah, no, they they don't. They won't usually ask for any of those. I think most of the time, if somebody's brand loyal, like Chris Craft people, they come in, they know what they want. They they come in looking for that boat. Um, 
most people just come in and they'll say, I, most people today actually want a boat they can do everything with. They want one they can fish, they can take the family out with. Um, they can do those. If they're a hardcore fisherman, they'll have their lines like Everglades or Key West. That they'll know where they are. But the general family, they just want something they can do everything with. And most of the time, they're going to end up on something like a stingray or a hurricane. Do they ever ask for, they say, you know, I was at, I was at Walmart the other day. And I I saw a boat made exclusively out of cases of Bud Light. Do they ever ask they, for that? They, they they don't. Now they will. <laughs> this is funny. I don't know if I told y'all this story or not. But we did hire a car salesman for a salesman. I tell oh, y'all this story. No. no. <laughs> so so we hire him. He still works here. Uh, but it's been so funny of how you have to retrain them. I stand there the other day and I hear him talking to a customer. He goes, so what we do, we go to all the other boat dealerships and we look at their prices and we come back and we mark ours down more. And, and I, <laughs> I, I, go, I go, we don't do that. He goes, yeah, but they like to hear it. I go, it's not true. We, we really don't do that. He goes, well, I said, look, we got to tell them the truth. I said, we don't sell cars, and just really be honest with people. Wait, 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 let me get this straight. You had to retrain a car salesman to tell the truth. (laughs) It's so funny. you got to tell the truth, man. (laughs) I I have about 45 politicians I'd like you to speak to next. There you go. That's quite a talent pool he's pulling from, isn't it? More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Looks like one ship was saved today. A relationship. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Bill the Engineer, Barry the Boater, and Captain Rusty rounding out the crew today. You know my favorite part about coming in and doing the World of Boating? Is leaving? It is it's 100% my favorite part. Well, I just knew. I mean, <laughs> you know, we've Actually, been working, uh, working together for many years. Many, so. many years. <laughs> What I love about this is that I we did it for long enough that I know exactly what we need to do now. I, that that I'm, I'm super familiar with exactly everything as if I was in the studio last week hmm. or the week before or the week before. And not that I took two years off because <laughs> so I worked every single Saturday. That, that it's kind of like riding a bike. You know what, this uh, is what it is. There are some things which are the same and some things which change. And the things which change, I think, are just tweaks and modifications. I think you made a good show, Greg. Yeah. I mean, when you're perfect, what are you going to do? You're just going to keep repeating it over and over and over again. There's another thing. If you believe you're perfect, (laughs) you run for president. You know what? That is 100% true. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Barry so. the Boater is with us. And Barry, as uh, Barry the Boater, one of the things no, which you do, that. which... Duh. No. It's Barry the Boater. Uh, it, you got to be uh, hip with the kids. Remember, we were talking about that earlier. I totally Barry. remember. On, I, I, I wish you'd remembered what I said. Oh. Um, <laughs> but... Hey, why'd you say, Sonny? Your perspective on this is unique amongst us in that you are relatively new to boating compared to Patrick, and you don't own a boat dealership like Rusty, and you don't just mooch off other people like Greg and I. So, Mm. because of that, 
you have a unique perspective that you bring to the show. So the thing which you wanted to talk about today, which I think is uh, really a, this is a great time to talk about it, is about boating safety and the difference between just going through the motions of boating safety and really being safe in your boat. Or going overboard, perhaps. Well, going overboard, you would want to be even safer. Well, he'd That's don true. his inflatable gear and he'd be good to go. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Right. But, you know, the, the, you have to weigh your safety gear with the size of the boat, too, and what you're going to do with it. you got to well, weigh what? it. What do you mean? How, what, how many is too many pounds of it's safety not, gear? not weight, weight. Oh. He's, he's saying, uh, you know, the, the balance. Balance. All things in balance, Greg. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you read an article. Is that it, Barry? I, I was, yeah, I was reading an article about what. Which I believe when Barry carry. says it, when you say it, Greg, I say, "Were there pictures?" Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so please, most, please answer most that, Barry. <laughs> yeah, no, there were no pictures. There oh. were big words too. We'll leave it to you to uh, cover this thing. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, uh, most boats have navigational lights. Uh, they should have some kind of horn. Uh, PFDs are personal. Wait, did he say some kind of? Oh, he said some kind of porn. Horn. Oh, horn. oh I'm sorry. Horn. But I'll go back. Hold to on. Sleep now uh, that isn't a maybe, right? No, navigational they lights. They have a navigational horn. lights and horn. That's not a maybe. No, they have to be on the boat. Okay, yeah. you, you have to have some kind of. You're using sound qualified language. Device. You're using qual. Well, this, would I count? Navigal navigational <laughs> lights are a <laughs> just requirement. Just ignored that one. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Air horns or some type of horn is okay. required. A noise it producing device. It can't just device. be me shouting. Is what you're saying. Good that, luck. That Unless would be, I, you know, take. That would be an optional uh, benefit, like like porn. Yesterday, I was driving down the street at 50 miles an hour and shouted out my window at another car, and they heard me. <laughs> I was wow. saying hello. I wasn't cursing at them. Luckily, you weren't in Miami doing that. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so horn and uh, lights. And what else, Barry? Uh, personal flotation devices or life jackets for each person on the boat. Right. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, a good. fire extinguisher. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a sailboat. Well, you should have a fire extinguisher. Sailboats yeah, why, can why burn. Why that matter? I don't think it's a requirement if it's a sailboat. Uh, uh, if you're on a sailboat with a, with a, with a uh, kitchen... If you if you have or if you have a, a kitchen, yes. Yeah. I agree with you. Okay. Okay, flares or some type of lighting device for emergencies, uh water. But there were other items that you might want to think about. One of them is called an EPIRB. Mm-hmm. But those you tend to see on larger boats because they're rather expensive. Uh another is a well, personal cater beacon. It, it, again, it depends on what you're going to do with it. If you're going to go out on Lake Virginia, which you can see across, you probably don't need an EPIRB, right? Right. But, but if, if you're, you're going, going to go out into the ocean... Then you should have an EPIRB or a personal locator beacon, which works just like an EPIRB. It's smaller, and you carry it on your person. Okay. So if you go overboard, you activate this thing, the Coast Guard comes out, rescues you, sends you a bill for $5,000, and you're alive. Hmm. Do, now, you, it, do you get to shop around on that pricing at all? I don't think <laughs> so. <laughs> how how I much appreciate- is it going to cost to pick me up? No, no, go away. Get me someone cheaper. When they dive in the water, the first thing you ask is, how much is this going to cost? <laughs> Greg needs to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's this going to cost me? Eh, let me drown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Some of the other items are a little iffy, like, for example, an emergency life raft. Well, I'm in a 17-foot boat. Where am I going to stuff an emergency life raft? It's going to take up a quarter of the boat. So that may be a little iffy. Uh, Night vision camera. Well, that would just be cool. Yeah, Yeah, really. (laughs) If you were going to take the boat out at night, you are probably not going to need it. I mean, mean? If you're, if you, it's a night vision camera. Yeah, I understand it is a night vision camera, but if you're going to be out during the day, a night vision camera is of no consequence. No, that's not true because right. what they're but assuming it, is that that you got out in the ocean and you got stranded, had engine trouble. Next thing you know, it's nighttime, and you can't see nothing. So having a night vision vision camera actually it makes kind of good sense. You know, you, you're, like, it makes as much sense as a life raft on no, your 17-foot boat. It, probably more so, because think about this. And, and, Barry, this may have happened to you before, where you got out there and you you did some fishing or diving or whatever, and you ended up being out later than you were planning. Next thing you know, you're coming back at night, and it's it's kind of hard to see. And, uh, oh, it's when very hard to see. Yeah, when you're navigating back, mm-hmm. to, the, back to the dock, having night vision... Uh, you know, uh, cameras or, or uh, a mask or something not only would look cool, would come in pretty freaking handy. But how expensive are those things? Aren't they those I, actually, crazy? That's look, look the problem. One now, yeah, that, they got this one that's a handheld, like a, a periscope sort of thing that you just hold up, and it's five ninety nine. Okay, so, so it, it's still that's not right. not under, so bad. under ten bucks. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah i don't know that, I mean, that's not ones, such a bad price that, yeah that's not bad they have the ones I, I know i've seen that you can actually put like on the t-top of your boat that'll plug into your garment or whatever and you can make it a tv screen and see out that way that's cool would yeah. x-ray specs help because i've got a i've got a magazine at home <laughs> i remember it's those a, it's a comic book but i, I mean this, it's, it's magazine like <laughs> i think this whole device with the night vision goggles and stuff and, and technology kind of goes back to bringing porn on board but i'm just saying you can connect the dots but you're you're not seeing this as a major item that you think is uh, necessary is that right barry to boater it depends on the price point of the camera. The camera might be a good idea as long as it's water-resistant or waterproof because anything you take out on salt water is going to be destroyed unless it's waterproof. Mm. Okay. Well, that may be. 600 bucks well, ain't cheap, really. I mean, for, no, you know, Barry has like a 17-foot boat, so I'd say it might be a little bit overkill for, for what he does. But I don't know. If, if you could afford it. I mean, if if you have uh, deep pockets like, you know, Bill the Engineer or Captain Patrick. You can buy night vision goggles for less than $80. <laughs> Do they have the Predator <gasps> logo on them? Well, no, no. no. I mean, I, I, I just searched. You can also buy them for $42,000. Ah, so, I mean, there's some price range available. Mm-hmm. But you can, get, yeah. you can get night vision goggles, night vision binoculars for... A third of the price. Let's just say there's there's a Cabela's got a high D ten times forty two for two hundred bucks. Hmm. So I think that's okay. another option that yeah. you don't need the camera yeah. camera that you could use you, binoculars you, that have night vision. Very scratching his head. Might be strange. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. The mm-hmm. only thing that's a little strange with the night vision goggles is if you happen to go by uh, the Coast Guard or something like that, and they see you wearing these things, they may want to talk to you. Yes. Well, that's good because the reason you have it is because your ship is lost at sea, Barry. It would be <laughs> well, good if this is the up. reason they came over. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Well, they've come over to visit before, like one time when I had Greg out diving. Yeah, that's always going to be suspicious. Yeah. That guy doesn't look in any way skilled at anything. Why are you diving no. with him? Cavity searches. <laughs> Good times. Uh, they also the, uh, have a, a Night Owl tactical series, which you wear uh, underneath your helmet. Um, <laughs> which your is helmet? Okay. 869 Under your combat gear. Tactical night goggles. All right. Well, get on Amazon. Order them away, Barry. So I'm just, I'm just saying there are other options. It doesn't have to be a night vision camera, and you could spend less money. Okay. Just spend money. That's all you got to do to be safe. It's good for days. the economy. Yeah, there you go. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. You guys, where's Haley? Um, she is on a boat in the marina, putting you in her rear view mirror. Boats have those, don't they? Come on down to my boat, baby. Come on down where we can play. Come on down to my boat, baby. Come on down, we'll sail away. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Bill the Engineer, Bear the Boater, and uh, Captain Rusty uh, fell off. Was he pushed or walked the plank? What happened? 
Uh, he Rusty, had a P.O.B. with him. Yeah, Rusty was uh, called into service. Hmm. So uh, he was just mad at us and left. I don't think that's true. You all. don't think? Nope. Uh, anyway, he's not here. So we can talk. Uh, we can talk smack about can him. Can we call we him like. Dave? Let's call him Dave. Hey, man. Dave's not here, man. Dave. Dave. Hey, man. Dave's How old not are we? A hundred yeah, million years old. All right. Look, uh, I have a story that uh, kind of crossed our radar. Literally, and I don't know what ding, to think about ding, this. This has been ding. something that's been affecting uh, my pilot training quite a bit. Only. We've Go been on. covering uh, drones. Yes. You know, when you try to fly an airplane, when we talk about this on Just Plane Radio, it comes up quite a bit. Drones are becoming more and more an obstacle we have to look out for. Right. But now drones... They're like birds, but dumber. Mm, they're actually smarter. No, uh, they're dumber. You think? What well, They could be smarter. But if they're an obstacle that you have to worry about, that's someone being dumber. Okay. Well, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Birds will are, try uh, to get out of your way. A drone may or may not try right. to get out of your way. Well, you think of drones of flying through you know, the airspace, right? Correct. You don't think about drones uh, cruising on the waterways. No, you don't. But it's happening. Did you know this? I did not Have know you this. seen this yet, Barry, down there in South Florida? Drones as in flying or drone boats? Drone boats, exactly. Well, I've heard of drone no, boats. I have not seen them. But I have, thought of, I have not thought of them as drones. I, I mean, we've always I, had these I've RC seen flying drones. Yeah, well, you see those RC boats, those sailboats, right. people yeah. go out. And, yeah. Well, the, the drones are uh, happening now, and, and they're literally using some of these things to potentially cruise across you know, large swaths of ocean and powered by solar energy. And uh, they could be cruising. Here's another reason why you need your night vision goggles to be safe out on the water. You, it, it may not be another boater. It might be a drone boat that's cruising, you know, from, you know, across the pond or something and delivering stuff. Could be a Terminator boat. It could be. I mean, at this point, they're relatively small, right? Well, true. I mean, yeah, I mean, the ones I'm looking at here. But, I mean, they're already talking about making these things bigger. Eventually, these could end up taking over. You know, the I mean, the robots could be operating these trawlers and things. That's that's common. Theoretically, they could. The, yeah. Theoretically, they could now. I mean, they have autopilot features on right. them, and they theoretically could, but yeah. the problem is... But a small drone will still ruin your day, is my point. I mean, just like it would if it hit a plane. If it hit your 17-foot Triumph, you know, center console boat, right. like buried a boater. Mm-hmm. That, that that will be a uh, that will be a bad time out on the. But water. here's the good news. Yeah, it will know you're there, Maybe. so it will have done it on purpose. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I w- I will inflate my inflatable raft and take out my eperb and sit back and wait for the helicopter to pick me up. Hmm. Well, what? see, but if it's so small, it may not pop up on your radar either. You know, and say if you're cruising up and down the waterway down there okay, in South Florida. If it's too small to show up on your radar, it's probably, unless, unless well, it's, it's like armed. it's like hitting a manatee. Un- unless it's armed, it's probably going to be too small to really damage your boat unless it gets somehow involved in your propeller. Mm, I, th- I think it could damage. It could, I mean, it, it could. could put a hurt I mean, anything a can. Vessel. A rock can. Right. Yeah, you don't want to run over <laughs> a anything. A manatee, like you said, a manatee could. Yeah. If these drones are like the little drones that are flying about now, the boat's going to take it out every time. Right, but they they can actually make them 
much bigger. And they use them. The U.S. Navy uses them. And I believe the Coast Guard uses them, too. Uh, The Coast Guard, I think, uses them in search and rescue operations uh, because they can cover more area. And uh, they use it as a basis for air-based drones. And the Navy uses it uh, for uh, ship perimeter defense. So they they will launch a small number of water-based drones to keep your small fishing boat from getting near the aircraft carrier. I've read about that for years. So, well, I, mean, I don't that's, think that's something that dates back to this story that I'm Patriot looking at. They, they show a boat and, and they talk about the efficiency of it because it's solar powered and yep. it's also a sailboat. Yeah. So it, it operates sail wind, extremely it's, low energy yep. and can traverse, you know, like I said, large swaths of water. Yeah. At this point, that's relatively small scale. Yeah. But uh, but I don't know. It's coming. Just something else you got to be aware of. And maybe that's why, you know, night vision goggles. I mean, at night, that's when it would be. A situation, I think. Well, actually, I will throw this out there. Yeah. If it is that energy... Efficient. Efficient. Yeah. It's probably going to be hard to see at night, even with night vision goggles. Well, that okay, maybe that's true, too. <laughs> I mean, We're screwed any way you look at it. It's It would probably be a little bit easier to see with night vision goggles because it's going to be some temperature difference between that and the, the water, but it's not going to be huge. Man, maybe... Well, I don't know. They're coming, and if you see them, you'll know what they are. Speaking of you, drones, you think it's some military thing by looking at this when, stuff. When you mentioned drones, I actually thought of this story that I saw, which relates to this. Uh, there was a video that I was watching the other day, yeah, and it was a guy who made a boat out of saplings and plastic wrap, and they filmed the process, you know, those sped-up processes. Uh-huh. So he did it. In the course of a day, he made this boat, and he goes out onto the water, and then they filmed him with a drone. So they're coming in from above. They're coming in right along the water and shooting off into space. And it was pretty neat. Okay. I'll make sure I avoid that on YouTube. But thanks. Boating is easy and great to look at. Okay. From a drone. All right. All right. Now you sold me. And on that note, we'll end it. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better. Life is better as, as a, a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.